to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. Two weeks to a day, the days flying by, her life speeding by and fast forward. How many days did that give her if she was counting to 40? Four? It took me a minute to figure out how to swallow. You okay, she asked. I nodded, not really sure how my voice would come out. Edward's face was turned away from us as he listened to my thoughts, but I could see his reflection in the glass wall. He was the burning man again. Funny how having a deadline made it harder to think about leaving or having to leave. I was glad Seth had brought that up, so I knew they were staying here. It would be intolerable wondering if they were about to go on to take away one or two or three of those four days. My four days. Also funny how, even knowing that it was almost over, the hold she had on me only got harder to break. Almost like it was related to her expanding belly, as if by getting bigger, she was gaining gravitational force. For a minute, I tried to look at her from a distance, to separate myself from the pull. I knew it wasn't my imagination that my need for her was stronger than ever. Why was that? Because she was dying? Or knowing that even if she didn't, still, best case scenario, She'd be changing into something else that I wouldn't know or understand. She ran her finger across my cheekbone and my skin was wet where she touched it. It's going to be okay, she sort of crooned. It didn't matter that the words meant nothing. She said it the way people sang those senseless nursery rhymes to kids. Rock it by baby. Right, I muttered. Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. My name is Marin. My name is Emily. And we are Remember, Remember Twilight. Twilight. And on today's episode of Remember Twilight, we are talking about Breaking Dawn, Chapter 15, TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. It's the first time I've gotten through a Jacob title without just like 
wanting to stop. It's a good title. <laughs> it truly it's is. It's almost a Bella title. If... It really is. Yeah. Yep, good job. <laughs> Let's see. Last week, last episode, oh, there was food. There was clothes. There was pillows. There was a dream. <laughs> there Jacob, was a headache. Yeah. Jacob's just sitting around waiting. He can't leave. He can't leave Bella's side. Um, he finally decided to take some clothes. He finally decided to eat some food. But the time is just uh, slipping away. Yep. Uh, okay. So we open this chapter and it is Seth coming back from the Collins house. And Seth is getting there much later than he meant to. So he's like, hey, Jake, I thought you wanted me at this time. Why didn't you have Leah come and wake me up before she went to sleep? And Jacob's like, oh, it's fine. I got it. But Seth like circles into the circle path. <laughs> uh, he didn't miss anything. Um, Jacob's been doing some like off circle sniffing just to make sure everything's okay and he hasn't found anything yet. Off circle sniffing? Yeah. <laughs> I just really liked that. <laughs> and Jacob says that it's easier to run with Seth than it is with Leah because even though Leah's trying, there's always that little part of her that doesn't want to be here. You know what? I'm just going to get this out of the way. Emily and I just spent almost 20 minutes reading the illustrated guide uh, entry about Leah Clearwater. And I suggest freaking joining our Patreon just to listen to that episode and going and reading it yourself and really getting to know Leah and what bullshit she went through. And then never, ever, ever listening to Jacob say anything about Leah ever again. I, I am. Agreed. I'm so bummed out that I'm like, <laughs> I'm my stomach still hurts from doing that. Like I'm bummed. So mm -mm, Jacob, mm -mm, not listening. I'm crossing it off. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Just the whole paragraph. Okay, there we go. I feel better now. Cool. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So we skipped that part. So <laughs> he ends it with, well, running with Leah wasn't nearly as bad as I expected. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Leah did not accept the food or the clothes that Esme sent to her. She dumped them right into the river, um, even though Ugh. Jacob ate his food to try and get her to eat, eat too. She just went and killed an elk, but it wasn't enough food for her. And now she's also kind of hungry and she she doesn't like to eat like that. So she's just not, you know, happy about the situation. But like Jacob points out, it is better than her alternative. So she is doing her best. Wow. <laughs> okay, so Seth suggests that they go out east a little bit to see if they're waiting anywhere over there. And Jake's like, yeah, maybe, but we should do it when it's all three of us. But we should go and make sure that way is clear before the Collins try to leave. So then Jacob's like, well, actually, if we get the Collins out, they should just stay out. And they should all leave together. And in fact, they probably should have left when we first came and told them what was happening. Because yeah. the farther away they are, the safer they are. Like, the pack's not going to leave La Push to, like, hunt down no. Bella. Because it doesn't matter by then. And he, he literally says, take Bella and run. It seemed like an obvious answer to their problems. <laughs> he's right. Yeah. So he's like, should I tell him? But no, because I don't want them to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, it doesn't matter. I should just tell them anyway. It would be better for Bella if she left and better for me if Bella left. Mm -hmm. That's and, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then Seth is like, oh, I already asked Edward <laughs> that question. And he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, I asked them why they didn't leave. 
somewhere too far away for Sam to get to them. And Seth, man. Right. Love him. (laughs) And Jacob's like, I shouldn't be upset that he also asked this question. (laughs) And he's like, well, so what did they say? And Seth just says, well, they're not leaving. Jacob's like, I shouldn't be happy about this. And he's like, well, that's stupid. And Seth's like, no, they have to stay here because of Carlisle's medical connections. He has everything he needs to take care of Bella and he can easily get more. One of the reasons they want to also go hunting is so that Carlisle can pick up more blood for Bella. Did you know you can buy blood if you're a doctor? (laughs) (laughs) Jacob still thinks it's stupid. Who cares? They could just steal whatever they want. But Edward also didn't want to move Bella. And Jacob points out that she's doing better than she was. And Seth is like, yeah, she is. But she still can't really do anything. Yeah. Well, and now that she's so close to delivering the baby, that's too much. Like maybe if when they barely got home, but by now it's, no, it's way too late. late. Um, And then Seth just casually tells Jacob that she broke another rib. (laughs) But it's okay because Carlisle taped her up again. And even Rosalie said that human moms get their ribs broken by their human babies. That's true. My sister-in-law broke a rib just from throwing up from being pregnant. You, Yeah. (laughs) So so then Seth goes into telling Jacob everything he missed. Bella had a fever on and off. Um, Carlisle isn't so sure. She might just be sick. She's certainly not healthy right now. And Jacob's like, yeah, I'm sure she's just sick. But Seth says that she's in a good mood and she got to talk with Charlie. And Jacob's like, what do you mean she is talking to Charlie? <laughs> Jacob, shut up, first of all. And second of all, what do you think about this fever? Does it make you nervous? Like, usually when you have a fever, it's because you have some sort of infection. So like, what? I don't know. It's a weird symptom. Like, do people get fevers right before they go into labor? I like to call this the vampire hand effect. So it's because Renesmee's hot. Renesmee's hot, but Bella's little tiny scar tissue, I think, is spreading. (laughs) The vampire hand effect. (laughs) It's the evil hand symptoms (laughs) as you get colder. But Renesmee's hotter, so Bella... So she's running a fever because of that? I don't know. No, I like it. It's a good theory. I just... I was confused about it, and I had never really thought about it before. So it's, I don't like it. It's weird. It's weird. Okay, sorry. Um, so then <laughs> Seth's like, well, it's fine. Charlie calls every day. Sometimes Renee calls. <laughs> but Bella, she's she can talk better now. And so she's telling him that she's doing better, which throws Jacob off again. Why are they telling Charlie that Bella is getting better if she is just going to die eventually? I thought we were preparing Charlie so it would be easier When she does die, if she had just been getting sicker and sicker, Seth's like, well, she might not die. And Jacob's like, I'm going to kill someone. (laughs) And then he's like, Seth, no matter what happens, Bella is not going to stay human. If she doesn't die, she's going to have to pretend to die so they can have a funeral. Why are they doing this? And Seth is like, well, it's Bella's idea. But Edward, I could tell, kind of agrees with you. And Jacob's like, uh, once again, me and Edward have the same feelings. How weird. Like father, like son. You. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob starts to just tear off running some other place off the circle again. And Seth tells him not to go too far because Bella asked if he could stop by. And so did Alice. <laughs> <laughs> and then Seth tells Jacob that he and Edward had been switching off sitting by Bella before to try and counteract her fever. But if Jacob doesn't want to go over, Seth will go back. And Jacob's like, no, I'll do it. No, don't touch her. 
She's not mine. <laughs> so Jacob sniffs around. He doesn't smell anybody. Um, so he loops back to the house and he says that he can't stop himself and that he must be some kind of masochist. And Seth's like, oh, it's okay. This isn't really normal. You don't have to like give yourself a hard time. And Jacob just tells him to shut up. <laughs> Jacob walks right into the house. Um, he can't see Rosalie. He can't see Bella. Um, but he- <laughs> there is Edward. <laughs> I'm guessing he's face down in the couch again. Here he is. There's our boy. That's the Edward I know. He's sitting on the couch this time, but still face face in in hands. hands. (laughs) And he doesn't look up when Jacob comes in. Um, And Esme is sitting with Edward and she has her arm around him. And she's like, hi, Jacob. I'm glad you came back. And Alice is like, yes, me too. And she comes downstairs and he's like, okay, hi, where's Bella? And Alice is like, oh, she's in the bathroom. You know, the whole pregnancy, liquid diet. You have to pee a lot. It does things to you. (laughs) So then Rosalie comes out and she's like, great, Jacob's here. And she's just holding Bella in her arms. Bella, once again, is super excited to see Jacob, which he thinks is very unfair. Oh, okay. (laughs) Esme and Edward get up from the couch so they can lay Bella down. She is holding her breath while they set her down. Edward... (laughs) takes her temperature and asks if she's cold she says she's fine (laughs) rosalie tells her to stop downplaying her symptoms so she's like okay i am cold can you give me a blanket and jacob's like "Uh, isn't that why i'm here (laughs) and bella's like just sit down for a minute like i'll be fine okay maybe possibly maybe they can just turn up the heat What a weird idea. It's not going to affect... follow the control to the thermostat, baby. Literally, it's not going to affect anybody else there. And she'll be more comfortable. If the... A space heater, maybe, even. It's a, we don't need to call Jacob in for this. I'm just saying. You're right. Okay. That's a great solution to this weird Edward Marble trade-off. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm going to try to stop saying I hate it, but... I um okay so jacob goes and sits on the floor next to the couch he's like i don't even know how i could touch her without breaking her i guess i'll just lean against her (laughs) so she's like thanks for the lean while they're sitting there jacob's stomach growls and so alice is like rosalie why don't you go get something for jacob to eat (laughs) so funny alice she saw this happening and she's like hilarious (laughs) we need something to lighten the mood (laughs) i love every moment Rosalie, why don't you go get Jacob some food? And Rosalie's like, are you kidding me? No, thank you. And um, Jacob's like, yeah, I do not want her spit in my food, but thanks. But then Alice is like, Rosalie would never embarrass Esme like that. And Rosalie's like, yeah, of course I wouldn't. So she leaves. Edward sighs. Jacob asks Edward, you would tell me if she poisoned it, right? No, Edward sees the vision, too. He Uh knows what's going on. (laughs) So in goes Rosalie to the kitchen, and Jacob says that he hears a lot of banging, some metal being abused. (laughs) Edward sighs again, also a smile. And then Rosalie comes back in and sets down a silver bowl in front of Jacob, which she has bent to be a dog dish. (laughs) Real funny. Yeah. So funny. But Jacob does look at the food that's in there and he's like, steak, potatoes, bunch of gravy. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Get another dumb blonde joke. Uh, Rosalie again, not impressed. And then 
Rosalie does my favorite Rosalie pastime where she sits in front of the TV and just click, 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 click through all of the channels because this is the second time we've seen her do this. That's just like nothing going on. She just clicks through every TV channel. <laughs> what a funny thing to do. As if there's not a TV guide she could just scroll this is, through. Um, okay, you can tell that she was like a teenager right before TV kind of came around and became a big thing and uh, so when it was like brand new she was just coming into her adulthood as like a vampire and she was like oh my gosh I love tv and now that there's hundreds of channels she's just like it's her stress relief yes (laughs) I love it they probably have to buy her a new clicker every year for Christmas it's like you've worn down the button a little on the other one <laughs> when she gets back around to the end and they're like i oh i saw one i want to watch and she's like gotta go around again can't i can't go back <laughs> it's her stress really <laughs> bella starts brushing jacob's hair and he's like i guess i need a haircut huh and she's like yeah it's getting a little shaggy and then she's like maybe and he's like don't tell me someone around here used to cut hair in paris and she's like i don't know probably but he's like no i'm good for a while and then he's like, but how how long is she good for? Jeez, he's morbid. He asks her her due date for the little monster. She slaps him, but he is serious. She wants to know how long he's, he's going to have to be here and how long she is going to be here. She says, I don't know exactly. Obviously, it's not going to be nine months. They don't have an ultrasound. So Carlisle is just guesstimating. <laughs> By the uh, measurement of her belly. And she says, it'll probably be when I'm about 40 centimeters straight down the middle. And typically people grow one centimeter every week. But Bella has been gaining two centimeters a day, sometimes more. That's too much. Way too much. I don't like it. (laughs) Jacob does some quick math and also guesstimates that she probably has about four more days. Edward had to go die. <laughs> so he just turns his face away. Oh, poor Edward. Jacob is happy to know now that there's actually a deadline because it would have been really hard to just sit around and wonder day by day how much longer they had. Uh, he calls it his four days, which I... I'm personally offended by I also <laughs> hate this part. And he's like, and now that I know it's almost over, it's going to be way harder for me to leave ever. And then he calls her belly a gravitational force. <laughs> it's a planet. It's like <laughs> Juno. <laughs> yes. I'm a planet. <laughs> Jacob does a good exercise where he tries to imagine life outside himself. He's like, why am I behaving like I am? This is really good. This is growth. This is a little. We got a little <laughs> bit a couple chapters ago. We're getting like mm-hmm. a tiny bit more now. I'm proud of him. It's hard. It takes a long time. Yep. He's like, why why do I want to stay here more now? Is it because she's dying? Is it because I know she'll never be the same, even if she doesn't? Bella uh, clues Jacob into the fact that he's crying, <laughs> just like he's done to her before, because he's she touches his face and it's wet. And she's like, it's going to be okay. And he's like, yeah, right. And then she curls into him and she's like, I didn't think you were going to come. But Seth said you would and so did Edward, but I didn't believe them. He asks her why and she says it's because he's not happy um, here, but he comes anyways. And he's like, well, you wanted me here. And she's like, I know, but I would have understood. Edward realives himself so he can look back (laughs) into the room and he looks at the TV. Bella thanks Jacob for coming over. He wants to ask her a question. She says, okay. And he's like, why do you want me here? Like, Seth could keep you warm. 
He's easier to be around. Mm -hmm. He's happy. Mm -hmm. Um, Even still, when I walk in, you smile like I'm your favorite person. And she's like, well, you're one of them. And he's like, that sucks. And she's like, I'm sorry. Cool. (laughs) Edward, he's not all the way unalive, but he's like half unalive. (laughs) So he's looking away again. He's not doing well. (laughs) No. Bella says that everything feels complete with Jacob around. She's never had a big family before. But now that Jacob's part of her new family, it doesn't feel complete unless he's there. And he's like, I'll never be part of your family, (gasps) Bella. Oh, uh, (laughs) what? (laughs) Don't. And she's like, well, no, you've always been part of my family. And he's like, that's stupid. Oh my gosh. And she's like, well, what do you want me to say? And he's like, well, say that you get a kick out of me being in pain. And she's like, do you want me to do that? And he's like, it would be easier at least. I'm so bored of him. I agree. Uh, And then Bella does this whole thing where she's like, I did something wrong and now we're off track and things aren't the way that they should be. Where's my pencil? Yeah. (laughs) Luckily, Bella falls asleep after she says this. She's so tired. (laughs) Poor baby. (laughs) Then Edward tells Jacob that she had been waiting up to see if he would come over. Jacob's like, Seth said it broke more of her ribs. Edward's like, yes, and is making it hard for her to breathe. Jacob just says, let me know when she gets hot again. (laughs) And he goes to find a blanket to put on Bella and Edward already has one. And he's like, oh, good. Now I can ask Edward a question without going through the, the process of actually asking it. So he just thinks about what Seth told him about Bella and Charlie. And Edward agrees. And he's, he also thinks it is not a good idea. And so Jacob's like, well, then why are why is she making Charlie more miserable? And he says it's because she can't bear his anxiety. And Jacob's like, what? So this is better than? And Edward says, no, it's not better. But I'm not going to force her to do anything that makes her unhappy now. Whatever happens, this makes her feel better. I'll deal with the rest afterward. Wow. Edward Cullen. (sighs) Jacob doesn't think this sounds like (laughs) something Bella would do just to postpone Charlie's pain for later. And then Edward tells him, well, she is very sure she's going to live. And Jacob's like, but not human. And he's like, no, but she wants to see Charlie again after anyway. And uh, Jacob's like, what? (laughs) Bella. Excuse me? (laughs) He's like, how is she going to see Charlie after when she's all sparkly white and wants to kill him and has red eyes? Like, Charlie seems like a weird idea for her first meal. (laughs) You're so dumb, Jacob. Edward has one sigh to this and says, she knows it'll take some time. She thinks she can stall, say we're at a special hospital, only talk over the phone. Jacob thinks that's stupid, and Edward's like, well, maybe. But then Jacob's like, Charlie's not stupid. He's going to notice a difference. And Edward's like, that's exactly right. That is Vela's plan. She obviously is going to be different. She obviously is not going to be aging. And so whatever excuse we gave to Charlie would fall through eventually. So this is Bella's plan. Remember when you made her guess about you and she just came up with something that fit? She wants Charlie to do the same thing about her. He's going to look at all the facts that are laid out to him. He's going to take whatever little information that they give him and he is going to come up with his own explanation and they are going to go with it because he is going to get it wrong. And that will be safer for him. And then she'll be able to keep him in his life. And Jacob's like, that is stupid. No, Jacob, Bella is so smart. Mm -hmm. I love her. She's doing everything she can for her people. Good job, Bella. Yep. And Edward agrees that it's kind of crazy. And Jacob thinks that it's weak of Edward to let Bella be doing this um, because it's not going to work out. Mm. And then he's like, oh, Edward doesn't think... 
Bella's going to make it. So he's just going to let her do whatever she wants and he will take care of it the rest when it gets there. I'll deal with whatever comes, he says. Ah. And then he puts his face in the couch. Even <laughs> <laughs> Jacob goes, four days? And Edward just goes, Facing <laughs> <laughs> couch approximately. <laughs> Poor guy. And then Jacob kind of wants to know, like, what's the plan after that? He knows what Bella wants. He also has heard all the problems about her pregnancy. So how are they going to deliver a baby? And Edward's like, okay, so we've been researching. And typically the way this would work is the creature would use their own teeth to escape. Jacob wants to throw up. And he's like, that's what Jasper and Emmett have been doing. That's what Carlisle's helping to do is... We're pulling every myth and story we can find and looking for anything that is even close to what's happening with Bella to help us know what might happen. And Jacob's like, you guys have myths about this? And Edward's like, yeah, kind of. Some that are close. Your life is based on myths and legends, so would it be so crazy to think that this might also be real? These two talking to each other, it really is like a father and a son. Edward is so patient. Oh, yeah. And so kind. And he's like, okay, I'm literally talking to the stupid per- stupidest person I've ever met. I have to dumb this down. Yes, Jacob, remember how your entire weirdness is a myth to literally everybody besides 13 people yeah (laughs) why couldn't that work for there's so many myths uh jacob go away (laughs) yep he then tells him about their chicken keeper (laughs) slash housekeeper and how she had been raised in a culture that had warnings about things like this and jacob's like well what are the warnings And Edward tells him that they say that the creature must be killed immediately before it can gain too much strength. Mm. And he's like, oh, so Sam was kind of right then. No, please don't tell that to Jacob. Yeah. (laughs) But Edward's like, well, they say the same thing about us, Mm -hmm. that we are soulless murderers. And Jacob's like, yeah, and that's right, too. (laughs) Oh, good grief. Edward laughed one hard chuckle. And then Jacob asks the big question about what happens to the mothers. Edward dies again. (laughs) He truly is dead by now. He's died a million deaths. He can't talk. Rosalie has to answer the question. And she's like, well, (laughs) there were no survivors. Giving birth in the middle of a disease-infested swamp with a medicine man smearing sloth spit across your face to drive out the evil spirits was never the safest method. She's coming hard on a story she read. (laughs) Cool it down, Rosalie. Good grief. But then, rightly, she says, none of them have what this baby has, which are caregivers Mm -hmm. that have an idea of what the baby might need and a doctor with a totally unique knowledge of vampires. So they have a plan in place to deliver the baby. Venom will take care of the rest. The baby will be fine. And if any other mothers had the resources that Bella does, they probably would have survived as well. She's totally right. Mm-hmm. Period. Amen. Jacob's like, oh, baby, the baby will be fine. Bella might be okay. <laughs> cool, Rosalie. Edward somehow got paler. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I don't know. Edward's face went white as snow it was white as paper before yeah now he's snowy white white. (laughs) he is about to rip rosalie's head off but before he can do anything jacob's like no watch this picks up his doggy bowl throws it at rosalie it hits her head so hard that it bangs and then falls to the ground and (laughs) snaps 
the round top piece off of the thick newel post. They're ruining Esme's newel post. post. <laughs> That's where they deliver their most important messages. That's where you tape. Where are you going? That's everybody's plan. You couldn't plan. possibly text somebody. You, you tape it to the newel post. Jacob, get out. You ruined everything. Ugh. I'm more mad about this than I am about most things Jacob's done. <laughs> Definitely more mad about hitting Rosalie in the head with the the bowl. Bella does not wake up at this. Rosalie is furious that he (laughs) dare get food in her hair. And then Jacob (laughs) starts laughing and he's laughing so hard he's crying. And then Alice is also laughing. And then um, he wonders why Rosalie didn't attack him and then notices that Bella's awake. And she's like, why are you guys laughing? And he's like, oh, I got food in her hair. Um, Rosalie swears a low oath. <laughs> she will never forget this. Renesmee is going to be 50 and Rosalie's still going to be like, you got food in my hair that one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Uh, Bella goes to tell them to cut it out. And then suddenly she has a sharp breath. Edward is over there pulling the blanket off of her and she is convulsing her back, arching off the sofa. Ugh. And she's like, it's fine. He's just stretching. <laughs> she looks like she wants to scream. Edward, idiot sandwiches her. He calls for Carlisle, who comes in. And she's like, I think it's fine. This poor kid doesn't have enough room. He's getting so big. Jacob also wants to throw food at Bella. So do I. I also feel like, okay, so if Bella was pregnant with a human baby... And she was 36 weeks along and she was having this much trouble. They would just deliver the baby Mm -hmm. because it'd be fine at 36 weeks. Totally. Like two thumbs up. You could go home in three days after 36 week pregnancy. So I am just like, it's okay. It's time. Like, it's okay. Start, start it now. Start it now. Let's, let's do a C-section. The problem is Edward. He thinks these are his last days. Okay. So he wants to stretch it out. Even if she was okay, I feel like he's not in the headspace to realize (sighs) that he needs to just... Yeah. Let things happen because he's barely yeah, okay. holding on. So he's not, but he can't even like listen to Carlisle who will be like, I am a trained centuries old doctor. I know that if we do the C-section now, she has better chance of surviving than if we wait for even one more day. To like snap her spine. Yeah. Well, this like what's kind of happening right now, like mm-hmm. she's arching her back on the couch while she's pregnant and like almost dead that's so dangerous like to arch your back while you're pregnant you shouldn't i mean oh i'm just so nervous yeah and then bella does the best thing she does all chapter and she's like you know jake you kind of remind me of this baby (laughs) (laughs) i mean your growth spurts remember when you got really tall really fast so is he (laughs) jacob bites his tongue off basically But he's like, fine, it'll heal. That's what Bella needs to be strong like me to be able to heal. And then Carlisle's like, huh. Hmm. Everyone's like, what's going on? And then Carlisle's like, remember when I was telling you how I was wondering about the fetus's genetic makeup, about the chromosomes? And Jacob's like, yeah, of course. I wrote about it in my journal. And Carlisle's like, well, since you guys do have a few similarities, and he's like, similarities Mm. and Carlisle's like you grow fast and Alice can't see you and he's like oh yeah so he's like I wonder if you guys have the same amount of pairs and um (laughs) Jacob's like you don't know that (laughs) and Carlisle's like no but it, it might be true and Jacob's like yeah it's just so fascinating Bella is snoring again. <laughs> That's exhausting. 
everybody but Jacob starts talking about genetics and he's like I don't understand what's happening um I know that they're saying my name every once in a while but that's all I can follow (laughs) Jacob finds four facts to tell us fact (laughs) number one uh Bella said that the creature is protected by something as strong as vampire skin number two they have a plan to deliver the creature safely Number three, Edward says that the monsters would chew their way out. Gross. And number four, I realize how they're planning on delivering the baby. The only things strong enough to get through vampire skin are vampire teeth. (laughs) Because it was hard to miss the obvious, but I sure wished I could. Because I had a pretty good idea exactly how Rosalie planned to get that thing safely out and then i just wrote chomp (laughs) a chomp and change it is a chomp and change for real (laughs) chomp out the baby change belly you know a chomp and change that makes sense (laughs) i heard a british person say chop and change a while ago and i was like chomp chomp and that's a real phrase weird (laughs) it's not just that one weird song from twilight Hmm. okay that's our chapter i well yeah I am now pleased to inform you we have, but, oh wait, I do think it is three more after this one. I'm just glad you're back on a countdown. This one's little, though. Three more chapters. One of them's basically little. Oh, good. Of Jacob. (laughs) I know last week I said three as well, but now it's actually three. (laughs) We don't need to keep that in there. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm, I'm very nervous. Very excited. I know what happens, so I'm not sad or freaked out or scared. Yeah, so I agree. I'm ready to be done with the Jacob episodes. Amen. <sighs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. Um, if you want more from us because you like us so much, consider joining us over on the Patreon um, where we do a weekly bonus episode for every main episode. And um, since we said that, it's time for us to say goodbye. But before we do... Uh, I want you guys to all remember what a mostly fluid diet does to you. (laughs) I do remember. I love you guys. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true. 